This is Surviving to Thriving with your host, Chelsea Quint. This is the podcast designed to help you go from surviving to thriving as you manifest your dream life, love, and legacy. In this podcast, we throw out all of the rules, the shoulds, and any beliefs you've had about how hard things have to be and why you don't get to have everything you want. I'll share energetic and neuroscience concepts, tools, practices, and tangible steps you can take each week to rewrite your reality in a way that allows you to truly thrive. Get ready to jump in. Hello, and welcome back to Surviving to Thriving with Chelsea Quint. The episode that you are about to listen to is part of a special series I'm sharing on the podcast, which is called the Live Your Legacy series. Now, if you follow me across the social medias, you've likely heard me talk about Live Your Legacy, which was a month-long, completely free business-building extravaganza that I shared And the results, the shifts that happened within that free container in and of itself were so incredible that I wanted to give you the opportunity to get in on a little bit of the magic. We had people making their first sales, getting more engagement on Instagram, on Facebook, in their social media platforms than they ever have before. We had people signing on clients and making sales and filling out programs just from this free business building extravaganza. So this week, I am going to be sharing five of the most potent insights, shifts, practices, tools, tips, strategies that you can use to apply to your business right now to start creating those same results. Increased engagement, attracting clients with more ease, getting people to reach out to you, making sales with clients who love your work, your products, your services, and are so thrilled and excited to pay you. Definitely give all five of these episodes a listen. You'll probably want to grab a notepad and a pen so that you can take notes. And if you like what's happening in this series and you want to take it to the next level, definitely send me a message, send me an email, reach out because this is the last week to join the Aligned Abundance Accelerator in 2020. The Aligned Abundance Accelerator is a 90-day business and soul expansion accelerator designed to help you turn your existing skills, desires, essence, magic, all the things that are natural to you into beautiful products and services, as well as learn the sales skills, the marketing skills, the how to actually be an entrepreneur and a business owner So you don't just have a really expensive hobby, you actually have a viable job, career, business that is solid, consistent, and profitable every single month. So reach out if you want to join the Accelerator, if you want to see if it's a fit. We've got just a few spots left, so definitely do not hesitate to get your email or your DM into my inbox. And then once you do that, we'll chat and see if it is a fit for you to join us and join this round and we'll make magic happen. 
So if 2020 is your year of business growth and expansion, finally making money and going beyond just enough, I look forward to hearing from you. With those announcements out of the way, grab your journal, grab your pen, and let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show, friend. Today is part two, episode two, of this five-day business building series that I'm putting together for you, lovely listener of this podcast. So as promised, yesterday, day one, was a little bit more in the foundation building of building a business, right? And I see this time and time again where I I get a new client, whether someone who joins the Aligned Abundance Accelerator or a private client who signs on and is like, okay, cool, I'm ready, I have a business or I want a business and I have an idea and I'm like, let's do the offerings, let's do the selling, let's put stuff out there, let's go. And they want all of the structure and strategy and how do I make money and how do I grow my Instagram following and what kind of content do I create and what should I offer, blah, 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 right? Those more masculine, energetically, divine masculine, action-oriented, doing sort of things. And all of that's well and good. It's beautiful. And nine times out of 10, probably like 9.9 times out of 10, that doesn't end up being the thing that needs to happen first and that ultimately creates the results. Because as I said in yesterday's episode, and if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, definitely go back and give it a listen. If your body, your nervous system, your subconscious mind, your subcortical experience is not ready to start a business, to speak your truth, to say what's true, to put yourself out there, to face rejection, because by the way, rejection, like, it's not a question of if you will be rejected if you start your business, you will. The best salespeople in the entire world don't have a 100% close rate. You will be rejected. People will unsubscribe. People will unfollow you. People will say no to your programs. Like, that, that's just it. And depending on what you're doing, people might also disagree with you, right? Rejection is not a question of if, but a question of when. And that is one of the core reasons why doing that foundational work of preparing your nervous system to stretch into being a leader, being seen, being an entrepreneur, taking a stand, sharing your truth, asking for your needs to be met by selling, by charging prices, by receiving money and support. If your nervous system isn't prepared for that and you don't know how to rewire it for that, you will continue to feel like you're doing everything right, but things still aren't working. Or like you know all the things you should do, but you just can't seem to make it happen. If you have ever experienced that, and there's a lot of struggle with consistency, avoidance, self-sabotage, not being able to do the things even though you know what you should do. If any of that is happening for you, that's likely coming from a place not of strategy, 
but of underlying trauma work that needs to be addressed and essentially just nervous system. Like you got to do some healing shit first. So we covered all that in much more depth yesterday, day one, and talked about one simple, actionable way you can start to do that in your daily life. Now, if you want more ongoing support with that and live support and healing sessions and more tools and more resources, then get yourself in the Aligned Abundance Accelerator because that's we do both the foundational work as well as answering any other strategic but how do I do this? But how do I know what to, what to sell? But how do I know how to launch? But how do I know what content to write? But how do I do a sales call? But how do I, whatever. We cover all of it. So the link is in the show notes to join us if you are so inclined. We've got just a couple of days left of this year's enrollment period. And I'm excited to see who grabs these last couple spots. So With that foundational trauma work, nervous system work, take care of your body and your brain and your subconscious mind first so that you are naturally aligned with success. And then we get into more of the strategic, businessy foundation pieces. So today what I want to do is have a conversation about business models and help you start to answer some of the biggest questions. Because essentially as I'm, what I'm doing with this series is I've thought through what are the most common blocks that I see holding people back in my audience and my clients, all of you guys who reach out to me and send me questions, what's holding you back? And what are the most common questions that I get essentially? And I am broke those into little sections and each of those little sections is one of the episodes this week. So Hopefully, they're very useful to you. So today, we're talking about business models and answering the question of, but what do I offer? How should I know what to offer? How do I find the balance between offering what my audience wants and what my audience is looking for? Like, should I pull my audience? Should I make this detailed ideal client avatar and then think about what they would want to buy and create that? Should I only do what I want and what my soul says is right? Like we're going to get into all of those questions while also having a conversation about ultimately how to set yourself up for success in in the financial aspect of your business, right? Essentially, how do you set your business up in a way that will align with your life and lifestyle goals from the get-go? Because I see so dang many people tripping themselves up on this. (sighs) Okay, so first, business models. I want to touch on two main sort of camps in the business model world or in the whatever, in the zone of ways that you can structure your business. And I feel like I say this so often when I talk about business, most of what I talk about and the examples I use are in the space of online business because obviously that's what I do. I'm I do events as well, but mostly what I do is online because when I first started building, it kept costs low so that I could try a lot of different things so that I could afford to hire mentors without also having to deal with like product inventory and managing stock and dealing with shipping, right? I was able to invest in education and mentors rather than having to spend a ton of money on like a website or software, right? 
all of the stuff I did, I did myself. You don't need to spend a fancy, like spend a ton of money on a fancy website or fancy, I don't know, camera or whatever. Insert other thing here. 10, 10 out of 10, I would spend, invest in support, whether that's support from a VA or support ultimately from someone who's done what you want to do. So that said, what I'm talking about applies across the board, but I always like to acknowledge like online business is my zone of genius. It's where I have the most lived experience. It's where my knowledge is most embodied. So take what serves you and leave the rest. In the online space, there are two really big camps of either high ticket, i.e. offerings, right? Programs that are priced at three plus thousand dollars, I will say, average, right? Higher ticket business models typically sell fewer programs. None of this is a hard and fast rule, but right? Higher ticket, lower volume, right? If you sell five $20,000 programs, you're already at $100,000 for a year. If you sell 20 $5,000 programs, now I'm doubting myself, but yes, that is also true, right? 20 $5,000 programs, boom, you've had a six-figure year. On the other side of the spectrum is low ticket, smaller investments, 197 97 297 even $997, $1,000, right? Low ticket, but higher volume is what is required to get to the get to a point of honestly being able to sustain yourself, right? And in the grand scheme of things, you can build a very successful, very profitable, incredible business with either model or with a combination. Maybe you have one $5,000 program and one $5 program, right? I'm not here to tell you there's one way to do it. And I'm a big damn advocate of that. Anytime you hear any coach or healer or mentor or anyone tell you there's like one way to do it, to me, that's an indicator to run away. Because I don't, I just don't believe that that's true across the board. Like, that's just false. And I don't want anyone to walk away from my work feeling limited or feeling like they don't have the power. Like, I don't want you to walk away feeling like you don't have the power to trust yourself to do what feels intuitively aligned and right and beautiful and juicy to you. What I do want to invite you to drop into is which of those sort of business models makes the most sense for you based on a combination of factors, right? Based on number one, what are your income goals? And what are your life and lifestyle goals? How much money do you want to be making? And why, right? What's your connection? I did a podcast episode um, about giving your money a why and helping supercharge your manifestations by giving your money or whatever goal a why, because it helps so much it helps you get into the energy of having the thing and motivation to move toward whatever your desire is when it's actually a why, right? It's easy to say, oh, everyone in the industry is working toward $10,000 months or a six-figure year. So 
I won't be a successful coach or business owner or healer until I've had a six figure year. So I guess I should have a six figure year. But all of a sudden, it's like you created this desire and you're working toward this manifestation from a place of what just the what everyone else is doing, what you should do. That doesn't sound particularly juicy and fun to me. Instead, though, looking at, oh, my God, if I made $100,000 this year, I could put $10,000 in savings. And with that $10,000 in savings, I could start an investment account. Right now, I'm like in a nerdy phase of being really excited about like growing my wealth and being into an investments. So for me, I'm like, oh my God, what if I could like save $10,000 and like have it in investments and start playing with like investing in stocks or supporting other companies or setting up scholarships, I don't know, or donating money every month, whatever. When you give your money a why, it's so much juicier. And that makes it a thousand times easier for you to manifest because it feels really good when you connect to it, right? It's easier to connect to the feeling of $100,000 means more in my investment accounts, means paying off debt, means retiring my husband, my partner, my mom, my dad, paying off my car, quitting my other job, whatever. So that was a tangent, but... The first question here in figuring out your business model is like, what are your goals financially, right? And the second piece is what, what is your audience currently going to support? Because ultimately, you can absolutely grow your audience. You can grow things quickly. There are no caps or limitations on what is possible for you. And if you are just starting out, you haven't been consistent, or even if you're not just starting out, but you haven't been consistent, you don't have a super engaged audience, you've got a small audience, you absolutely already have people who are interested in your work. Like no matter what, whether you're just starting or you've been doing this for years, there are people who are interested in your work. The question is, are there already five people or 10 people or one person? or a thousand people. And it's gonna be different depending on where you are. If one of your goals is to create income fast, right? In the most efficient, effective way possible, so that you can quit your job, focus on your business, pay off debt, et cetera, et cetera, then look at what your current situation is and make a strategic decision about one, like where are you growing, right? If you love the idea of being able to have $197 pro pro programs, products, and you wanna do that, then amazing. One of your priorities is gonna be to consistently build your audience. How do you do that? Serving even more, showing up even more, giving people a reason to come into your world by giving them value daily consistently, show up in their inboxes, go live every day, do trainings, talk about things, be relatable, share, share, serve, show up. Now, if it's less about volume and you just love the idea of like, no, I want like three amazing private clients every three months and that's what I want, great. What you're going to want is a little bit more of like relational depth talking to people, nurturing relationships. Either way, 
in both sides of these camps, I hope you can see you're going to be serving and showing up either way. You're going to be building relationships either way. But I want you to start to get into the practice of thinking about building your business based on the life that you want, the kind of work that you want to do, how many hours you want to work, how you want to show up online or in person. Instead of thinking about, oh shit, I got to make some money. I got to pay bills. Oh my God, I want a client. I want a client. Shit, what should I do? Oh, that's what that person is doing. That seemed like it would work. Let me try that. I want you to start getting into the practice of building your business from the inside to the outside. So what that means is essentially going inward, looking at what do I want my life to look like? If you're not clear on that, and clear doesn't mean you have every single like minute of it planned out. It means you have a sort of general guiding light. Do you love the idea of having super big course launches where you're not able to be as connected with people, right? Having 500 people join something. Or do you like the idea of having evergreen stuff that people can join whenever they want, but you don't have any contact with them? Or do you want to go like deep into people's relationships and lives and support them on a more personal basis, right? Those are both beautiful and they are different business models. I see so many people who are struggling in their businesses struggling because you are so focused on looking outside of yourself to figure out what you should create instead of first figuring out like remembering, reminding yourself, why the hell did you, why are you doing this? Why do you want to run a business? What will you, what will it give you? More freedom with your time, with your finances, with your location. That's one of the most common things entrepreneurs are looking for. So what will create that sense of freedom for you? What kind of business model? And that all of a sudden gives you a little bit more information about one, what you need to be doing every day to move closer to your goals. If selling lower ticket, but lots more sales is on your list, great. You need to be growing your audience. That's a focus. Allowing more and more people to find you and your work on a consistent basis, getting visible. That's also going to be information for you on what if any, like if there's any potential trauma work and nervous system work that needs to be done, if that is your trajectory and you've got funkiness and fear and resistance around being seen and speaking up and taking up space, that's going to be something you need to heal in order to create the level of impact that you want, create the level of influence that then ultimately creates the income you desire. On the flip side, if what you want is like really deep, three clients, five clients, whatever at a time at a higher price point, bigger transformation, you go super involved, they have more access to you, then have conversations, connect with people. Maybe you do set up a smaller group. Maybe you do uh, free trainings every week and go live and actually answer people's questions. Maybe you do a free Zoom once a month. Maybe, I don't know, like, but there are a lot of different ways that you can build relationship and that becomes your focus of what do I need to do today? What can I do today to build relationships with people in my world? And 
it informs the healing work there too. So that's thing one. Thing two then is it also gives you information about what to offer. If you realize I love the idea of selling something higher ticket, big transformation, tons of access to me, then great. Private coaching is the perfect is the perfect place to start. Or a more in-depth group coaching program or a mastermind, right? It tells you that digital courses are like probably not that fun for you right now. So then don't do a digital course. Great. If on the flip side, you want to do low ticket, awesome. Do something digital content that you can create once and then continue to serve people the more people you sell it to without investing more of your energy. Really start to think about what you want your life to look like and then make decisions about what you want to offer how you want to structure your business, what you do every day to move the needle in your business. Because that way you don't end up waking up one day feeling burned out, frustrated, and wondering why am I running this business that I don't even feel excited about. Now, of course, things are going to pivot and change. So this isn't a like you do it once and then you're good kind of exercise. It's a continuous like every time you launch, see, okay, what did I like about that? What didn't I like? Every time you finish a program, right, you have more and more data to then make empowered, informed decisions about how you want to make things more fun for you as you serve your audience better and better and better. The next piece of how to decide what to offer, before I go into a note about where some thoughts I have on where the coaching industry is going and some things that I really want you to start keeping in mind as you are creating. If you're in the space of online personal development, wellness, like if you're at all in the space that I'm in, I have some thoughts for you. So before that though, the other piece that I really want to encourage you to drop into is meeting yourself where you're at. In the same way as I think it's valuable to look at how engaged is your audience right now? If you're going to start selling something tomorrow or next week, like what kind of audience are you working with? If you do not currently have a big engaged audience or a small engaged audience, then selling an $11 workshop is probably not going to be the most effective way to make your first $1,000 in business. Asterisk here, I don't want you to let this come turn into limiting beliefs around what's possible. In no way, shape, or form am I saying you can't have a big launch and make a lot of money with a small offering if you have a small audience. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying look at where you're at. Have you done what it takes to let your audience know you, like you, and trust you? Is your audience ready to buy from you? Are they thinking about, oh, I love what she's doing. I love what he's doing. I wonder what they're going to sell next. I'm so excited to buy their program. If they're not, then great. Your job is just to help them, give them information, serve them so they can get to that point. But if you're trying to pay your bills right now, you know, and all of this is like sort of a Tetris thing of figuring out what your next move is. This is also, by the way, why it's really helpful to have someone have who's done this before have their eyes on your audience, your page, your offering, et cetera, et cetera, 
so that you don't have to be trying to do this Tetrising alone and figure it out by yourself. In the same way as you want to meet yourself where you're at with your audience, while also doing the growth things, meet yourself where you're at in terms of what would be easy and fun for you to make or do or sell or create right now. I see so many incredible coaches and healers and teachers and creators and authors and artists who are creating things they haven't yet mastered or embodied because you fall into this notion that, oh, I'm not good enough as I am, so I have to teach this thing. At, I have to teach something better in order to sell. And I'll use an example because that was potentially a little vague. I see so many, let's use business coaching because this is a good example, right? So many coaches who start out and you start out with like what you know, right? You become a coach or a mentor or a retreat facilitator, whatever you want to call yourself. And you become whatever you are because you've experienced some sort of transformation in your own life. You did your yoga teacher training and then it changed you. And so you started teaching people about breath work and embodiment and yoga practices. You went through your own healing journey of healing your relationship to food. And now you have this beautiful, empowered relationship to food and you just want to shout it from the rooftops. And then all of a sudden you get into the online coaching space, the online business space, and you see other people who are consulting and doing this and that. And all of a sudden you start to feel like, oh shit. I have to teach on manifestation. Otherwise, it's like what I have isn't valuable. Or, oh, crap, the only way to make money online is to do business coaching. So I have to start doing business coaching. And all of a sudden, you forgot, one, what inspired you to start doing this work in the first place. And two, to teach stuff that you've already mastered. And that's where you just dialed up your imposter syndrome like tenfold because you're trying to teach something you haven't yet mastered. So I want to remind you that whatever step you are at on your journey, whether you've made zero dollars from whatever your business is or a hundred thousand or a million dollars, there are people who need the skills you've already mastered, who need the lessons you've already mastered. Your best route forward, especially when you're starting or if you've been struggling, is to look at what am I already good at that I like doing, that is fun, right? I'm a big proponent of that intersection. Don't do shit that you're good at just because you're good at it. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. But really ask yourself, where have you been teaching things, creating content, putting stuff out into the world based on who you think you should be in order to sell versus who you are and what you've already done? 
Because all you need is to be one step farther along than someone to help them. So if you're in that space of struggling of what do I offer, I have so many ideas. For one, write down all of your ideas. Get them out of your brain. Put them all in one place. I personally recommend create a digital platform, some cloud-based like Dropbox, put it in Google Drive, put it in uh, wherever, Evernote, put it wherever. And keep all of your ideas logged there so that you don't have to think about them. You don't have to remember them. Every time an idea comes through, write it down. And then make a decision of what you are going to commit to building toward for at least the next 30 days. Personally, I'd recommend 90, but at least the next 30 days. What are you going to build in the next 30 days? Your online social presences are going to talk about that. When you network with people, you're going to talk about that. When you go to events or hold workshops or go on live, you're going to talk about this theme, this thing, this problem, this product, the service, whatever, consistently. And you decide that based on what kind of offering is most aligned with the life you want to live, with the way that you want to serve people, and with the current skill set you have. I'm a big proponent of always growing your skill set. Please always get better. Please continue your education. Please, please, please. But I'm a proponent of doing that when you've already got money coming into your business. That is reinvesting in your business, right? When you become a yoga teacher, when I became a yoga teacher, right? I could have done my 200 hour, that's the like first introductory level of yoga teacher training, done my 200 hour and then immediately jumped into my 300 hour. But why would I do that? And I mean, there's a why, but for me, it makes a lot more sense to start getting some teaching under my belt, practice, and then make money teaching so that I can invest from the money I make teaching in continuing to become a better teacher. So that I can also have more information about what I actually like doing when I put offers out there and what I don't like doing. Because there's such a difference in thinking about and imagining what something will be like and actually living and experiencing it. When you live and experience your first coaching client, your first digital course, your first launch, the first person who buys your product, your first event or retreat or workshop, whatever, you get so much more information about what you like and what you don't like and what you're good at and what's easy and what's not. And then that becomes information that you can use next time. So that's the other big component of where whenever people come to me and say, what should I offer? I have so many ideas. I have so many passions. First, accept that like, yep, welcome to being an entrepreneur. It, we are idea machines. Like that's kind of how our brains work. That's part of what drove you to be an entrepreneur. And you gotta pick one. Pick the thing that feels like the easiest right now that you can be confident in and you're like, I know I'm good at that. I know I could teach it. I feel solid or at least as solid as you can be. That also feels really fun. What would be fun that you could do, teach, share, create right now? And that is where you start. You commit to that while adding to your database of ideas. 
and then you see what did you like. And the benefit here is that once you pick one thing and start moving forward, you are showing your audience, your potential clients, your friends, your family, the universe, that you are serious about this. And people start to think of you as a business, as a leader, as someone to go through, go to for counseling, for support, for coaching, right? They think to buy your product or service. They think of you as a business, as an expert, as a leader. And the more you do that, the more information you get, the more people see you as a leader, the more your audience grows, the more your income grows, the more people see you as a leader, the more da 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 da, da. It builds and it stacks up over time. But it can only build and it can only stack up over time if you start. Now, the last thing that I want to note here is a little conversation that's a little bit of a pivot, but just something that I want to a seed that I want to plant for any of you who are in this online business space of coaching, healing, consulting, whatever that looks like, whatever you call it, which is I have of late, and I'm probably going to do a whole nother episode on this, but in the last probably, I don't know, three months, I'll say, I have seen every week a post pop up somewhere on social media about people being frustrated with a lack of transparency, integrity, honesty, authenticity in the coaching industry. And I, hell, I've made some of those posts, right? Um, I think I maybe, anyway, I've definitely made those posts. I've done stories about it. And so I want, one of my core values as a facilitator at all, is that I want every single person who comes into contact with me, who works with me, who then eventually goes off and sells your own services, products, whatever, does something in a business capacity, or even doesn't do anything in business capacity. I want you to have integrity. That's one of the reasons I say like, dude, please stop trying to teach shit you haven't mastered yet. Not because you don't have valuable shit to say, but because actually you do have valuable shit to say. It's just not in the space where you haven't mastered stuff yet. Like start where you're at and build, continue to develop your mastery. That's it. And you deprive people of your existing knowledge if you try to mold yourself into like a, oh, I can only be successful if I teach about money. Like, dude, no, that's not true. If you want to teach about money and you're good at it, great, do that. Otherwise, teach what you're good at that's fun, that's easy and flowy for you. But integrity in the way that you show up, in the way that you serve people, in the way that you charge people, and in the way that you invest is so important to me. And I've, I've found, I find it really interesting that more and more people are venting and getting frustrated and talking about, and I think seeing some of the shadow of this personal development space. Because the reality is just like in, in the industry, like, yeah, there are people who are in it, who are in this, who get greedy or get ego driven or care more about the money than about their clients or 
lie about their numbers or like whatever, right? They buy Instagram followers and they use services to watch your stories and all the bots who are in Instagram stories. Like those things happen. And if you've ever done any of those things also, I want you to forgive yourself and recommit to integrity moving forward. Cause it's like, it happens, you know, we're human. We're all human. But I see this, this trend in the online personal development industry, online coaching industry, business coaching, all the things of moving away from hands off programs, products, and services into more of a desire for connection and authenticity. And a lot of where I see that is I, I talk with and have worked with and whatever, a lot of coaches who more and more are trying to be hands off in their business, right? They're trying to like automate things and have to do less, but still make the same amount of money. And I got to be honest, that doesn't sit right with me. Like there are a few of several coaches who are like peers of mine who with every single launch of their program, try to do less and less. Now I'm a big proponent of automation and outsourcing and all the things. And I'm also here to say human disconnection, isolation and loneliness are plagues right now. They are problems that our world face. They create mental health problems. And so while digital courses can be amazing, knowledge building tools, while creating digital content can give you can give you the opportunity to bring your services to people who like wouldn't otherwise be able to afford it, right? I want you to consider whether you doing a digital course is of the highest service or creating digital content is of the highest service of the impact you want to make. Because if you're here listening to my work, if you're listening to my words, you probably like aren't someone who's just in it for the money. And if you are, great. I'm not going to sit here and judge you, but I can tell you for sure I'm not the coach for you. Like that's, I love money. Money's fantastic. I have no problem charging high ticket prices, et cetera, et cetera. I know the value of my work. I cha- my work changes people's lives. I teach you how to make money. I teach you how to get your first clients. I teach you how to feel comfortable being seen. I, I teach you all of the strategy and all of the healing work well. Like I'm good at both. The practical, the energetic, the healing. And I'm not just in it for the money. Like I'm not. Money is not what's going to bring me happiness. And if the same is true for you, then when you are thinking about what is my business model going to look like, and when you are thinking about what investments are you going to make, I want you to look at, like really look at the energy behind whoever you're considering investing in. Do you trust them? Like really in your heart? Do you feel them trying to automate things and getting less involved? Or do you feel them staying really involved in their business and being connected to you? And as you are putting together offerings, programs, products, services, 
how are you creating that ability for people to trust you, connect with you? Because especially as things are moving and people are getting more and more discriminatory of feeling like you can feel when someone's energy is off. But so often you let shiny object syndrome of like, oh, maybe that this sounds good and they've got big flashy numbers and good marketing. There's a difference between being a good practitioner and being a good marketer. As a matter of fact, many of you who are listening right now, many of the people I talk to are freaking incredible practitioners. But you're not good entrepreneurs and you're not good marketers and you're not good salespeople. And that honestly is probably one of the biggest differences between you and your competitor who is making more money than you. Just because someone has a lot of followers and a lot of engagement and makes a lot of money doesn't mean they're good at what they do. Which is where as you look at, as I look at where the coaching industry is shifting a little bit, your authenticity, your energy, and the quality of the work that you provide matters. It really, really matters. And I hope that as you move forward in making any investment decisions, making decisions about what, who you want to invest in and what kind of programs you want to buy and what sort of support you want, that you'll keep all of that in mind and that you will, above all, trust yourself. Trust yourself over someone else's slick marketing and I say slick, I like in the sense of like it's good. Slick me slick sometimes is like cheesy or manipulative. Don't trust someone else's good marketing or good sales skills over your own intuition. And that's what I have to say on that. <laughs> so takeaways. Business model, high ticket, low ticket. What, what are your priorities in building your audience based on the kind of offerings that you want to create and the kind of business model you want to build, right? Recognize that if you have a smaller audience, selling one $5,000 program might be easier, even just in the numbers thing, even in the numbers, right? Because of like, Often a, a pretty standard number for uh, sales conversions is one in four. So if you have four sales conversations, one will book in. Mine's probably, mine, mine is closer to 50-50. Um, but it, it depends, right? You'll figure out your own conversion rate. If you have a 50-50 conversion rate selling one 5,000, or let's say you have a 25% conversion rate to sell one $5,000 program, you need to have four calls, right? To sell $5,000 worth of a $100 program, what, that's 50? <laughs> this is what happens when I try to do math live. So I think 50, right? You would have to do 200 sales calls to sell 50 of a $100, right? Or have 50 sales conversations. So just start thinking about that, right? What does that conver conversion rate look like even if you talk to like eight people and get one. It's just, it's a difference of looking at like, and, and that's where I advise as a general rule when you're starting out higher ticket, low volume, practice really going deep with people, figure out what you like, figure out what you're best at, 
And then eventually you can turn it into, okay, now I'm going to turn it into a group program or a course or a workshop or do it live, whatever. So business model that then turns into how, what actions are you going to take on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, right? right? What are your priorities in terms of client attraction? Is it audience growth? Is it relationship deepening, right? Which are you most focused on, which is more secondary. And then all of that ties into what you want to offer. What's easy for you right now? What have you already mastered right now that would feel fun for you? And ultimately, all of this too ties then into what do you want your life to look like? Because then no matter what happens, what you create, you are moving forward in the direction of the life you want to be living and the legacy that you want to leave, right? Even if one person signs up, that's still movement in the direction of what you want. That's still more information about what works and what doesn't. Rather than trying to create from the outside in of like looking at all of this information and consuming all the things about funnels or alignment or manifestation or this or that figure out what you want, figure out what the best, most efficient way for you to do that is starting right now based on where you're at and then move, put one foot in front of the other. You don't have to see the entire staircase. You just have to know the general direction, like what staircase you're on and then put your foot on the next step and then put your foot on the next step and then the next step and then the next step. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I really would love to hear from you what your biggest takeaways were, how this served you, what additional questions it brought up. And as always, if you want additional support, head to chelseaquint.as.me slash AAA to book a call and see if Aligned Abundance Accelerator is a fit. Or you can just reach out to me directly on Instagram, on Facebook, and let me know that you want to have a chat about one of these spots. We've got just a couple of days left. So honestly, the best thing is going to be reach out to me and we will connect and see if it's a fit. I've got the link to book a call in the show notes. If you want to grab that, if you want to book a call, otherwise send me a message, reach out, and I will see a couple of you in the 2020 class of the Aligned Abundance Accelerator. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And I will talk to you for day three tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. I am so grateful that you did. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast now if you're not already subscribed. And go ahead and share this episode, especially if it resonated with you. Share it across social media or with someone who you know would benefit. Stay tuned for more episodes as well as guided practices every single week. And as always, let me know what you think by following me on Instagram at chelsea.quint or sending in a voice note so that you can get some guidance, some feedback, and some insight on one of the next episodes. Have a great rest of your day. I'm sending you so much love.